0: Happy Tuesday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Totry. We got Eric Ruby right here back in the studios. We got DJ Jacob Franklin behind the Mac today. Eric, we have a jam packed show today. We're talking NFL playoffs with the Sun Devils that are still fighting to eventually get to the Super Bowl. Rashad White, Brandon Ayuk, Chase Lucas. We'll get to those guys a little bit later. Also, Want to talk about a couple Arizona State Sun Devils who didn't declare for the NFL draft in time, meaning that they will at least be at ASU through the spring. Also, got one specific name in mind that could be the difference maker for Arizona State in the transfer portal. We'll talk about that player a little bit later on in the show. But first and foremost, the Arizona Wildcats, the Arizona State Sun Devils, natural born rival. They've got their new head coach, Brent. Brennan, I'm just curious your initial reaction to that hire.
1: My initial reaction was sure, it doesn't sure. it doesn't it doesn't scare me. I'm not like ooh, Brent, Brennan, but I, <laughs> it's, it's it's also like it's, it's fun. Bren, Brennan, he, he had he had <laughs> he had good success at a really small program that was not seeing any success before he got there. It seemed like the players really liked him and, and so far the initial reaction out of Tucson is general happiness, but I do want to congratulate you. Um, because what we have heard since yesterday's show from all these Wildcat fans, including our boss, is that we're annoying as hell. It's beautiful. And I would just like to say that that's exactly what we were trying to do. Yeah. If you are a U of A fan and you think we're annoying,
0: thank you. I'm a hater. It's my job to hate, y'all. It's my job to hate. And Brent Brennan, again, for for those of you that don't know, he's been at San Jose State for the last seven years. Uh, he's been the definition of average throughout his time at San Jose State, his first two seasons. Uh, there they went three and 22 uh not great following that year in 2019 they were five and seven in the 2020 season the throwaway covid year um, they actually had their best season seven and one they lost the Arizona Bowl kind of ironic in 2021 five and seven 2022 seven and five and then in 2023 seven and six and I brought this up to Espo a little bit earlier today just in terms of why do people like brent brennan because i feel like the overwhelming opinion on social media and maybe it's just wildcat fans nature to immediately love their new coach but this is a guy i'm like it seems like average all the way across the board and then he was like well like you know it's hard to recruit it's hard to coach at san jose state which you know i get i get that it is what it is but they went to three bowl games back-to-back bowl games lost all their bowl games they're all he's 0-3 in his bowl games he's got a career losing record 34 and 48 like I said 0-3 in those postseason games and for me it's it feels like a panic it feels like this was a panic hire for a university that needed an answer after losing Jed Fish and for me what this is like it's like after you have A In this case, a three-year relationship that you think is going great. You're progressing. You're getting ready to move in. It's beautiful. And they leave you on a moment's notice. And you know what Brent Brennan is? Brent Brennan is the booty call that you just needed to forget about it. Brent Brennan is the booty call. He's the booty call that Arizona Wildcats needed to have. That's exactly what it was. Last minute's notice. It's 2 a.m., Hiki sent the He's WYD He's text. Okay. He's not bad. He sent, he sent the the are you up text to Brent Brennan and he responded with the eye emoji.
1: I'll tell you what, there's no way in hell that U of A would have moved on from Jet Fish and chosen Brent Brennan no, if they were in there's control. There's no shot. That is that is for damn sure. I mean, look, I it does kind of feel like after they got stung, They're so afraid of getting stung again that they're like, we have to go for somebody that that desperately wants to be here and not necessarily wants to be here because a lot of people are comparing this to Kenny, which we'll get to in a second, which I just I it's just a step too far to me. (laughs) <laughs> but this is somebody that's going to be so appreciative to have a step up in a program and to to be able to be at a place that maybe they didn't think they'd have an opportunity to be at a couple months ago, yeah. a couple days ago. Like, that's what it kind of feels like is, oh, this guy seems like somebody who would really appreciate to be here. Less, this guy is the best football coach for this program going forward. And now, if he can keep the roster happy and keep the roster around and some of the coordinators, it's like, just how much did Jed Fish do? Is he able to just come in and kind of keep things level and have a similar season? That's possible, but this is not somebody that if ASU hired this guy after Herm, I guarantee you you A fans would not be clamoring about him. They'd be like, "Why would you hire somebody who had such a bad record at the beginning? Like, oh, what are you doing?"
0: Yeah, my concern with with this whole situation and not really a concern, it's kind of to your point where I see a lot of Arizona fans talking about Brent Brennan is the Wildcats version of Kenny Dillingham, <laughs> which blows my mind because it just the track record doesn't make any sense. Kenny Dillingham was a grew up in Arizona. Right. Mm -hmm. Kenny Dillingham coach in the high school ranks in the state of Arizona. Mm -hmm. He was a GA at Arizona State University. Right. Mm -hmm. He went to Arizona State University, met his wife. This is things that we talked about on yesterday's show. Right. His ties are so deep to ASU. And you look for those same ties when you try and make the comparison that Brent Brennan is the Wildcats version of Kenny Dillingham. Try and make that comparison. He doesn't have the Arizona ties. He was a GA for one season for the Wildcats, to my understanding. Other than that, his dad, his mom went to San Jose State. Like, I haven't seen anything that Arizona was his dream job. To me, logically, San Jose State was his dream job. So when UCLA comes calling? Ooh, he exactly. did because he, like, he played the UCLA. That that's for Wildcat fans, you just continue to you're you're recycling the same thing. And for Brent Brennan, the for, for ASU, right? I feel like in part of the question in the description, right, is Is he a threat to Arizona State and the Sun Devils right now? Well, my answer to that is if he's not a threat next season, then he's not gonna be a threat at all. Because if they do maintain and they're able to bring back Noah Fafita and T Mac and some of these other legit guys on the Arizona roster. If if you can't win with those guys, you're telling me you're gonna go out recruit what Jed Fish was able to do in Tucson? I don't think so. So it's it's yeah. win now and feel the full pressure of what Jed Fish has served on a platter for you, or fail with these guys. And then what? Then where do you go? Well, right.
1: And and the, the Dilly thing is, to me, it's almost a little pathetic, isn't it? Like, for all the shit that they've been talking on us and this program and even Tad in the chat saying we have a lot of work to do at ASU, <laughs> we might have a lot of work to do, but at least we're confident in the guy who's doing it. And to sit back after the last season that you had, a top top 10 team in the nation by some accounts, and now you're like, ooh, maybe we got our next Kenny Dillingham as a reach. Do you know how big of a drop-off that is in just the span of a month? Yeah. Like, it, it's gotta be a little bit embarrassing for Wildcats fans to be clamoring about this guy this guy's our next Kenny Dillingham oh we know he wants to be here because you're so hurt because the last guy just didn't and he proved that he just didn't and uh, Brent Brennan fan is in the comments we already <laughs> got our, we already got Brent Brennan fan saying it's easy to say this now just let everything play out listen if if he comes in and he starts winning it at U of A then yeah of course he's gonna say it's his dream job he's never gonna leave you know who else said they were never going to leave the coach who just left so like to sit here and to confidently say that this guy somehow has the deep roots that Kenny Dillingham has like I don't see this kid's child and his father going to U of A hockey games like I don't like you don't see that and feel that from him when Kenny got hired at ASU it was a moment yeah it was a moment for ASU fans it was a moment for Kenny Dillingham and his family you could feel like the honor that he felt from taking that job, despite where the program was. Yeah. You don't you don't see that with this. This guy's not coming out here and you're being like, I have been dreaming about the U of A head football coach for my entire life. Y'all so wrong, it's funny. Sure, man. Uh, Listen, the copium amount is high. I think copium might be sold out in Tucson, man. It's tough scenes over there. Look,
0: I'm not going to say Brent Brennan is a bad coach. I'm not going to sit here and say that coaching at San Jose State is the easiest job in the world. And getting guys to go over there and doing all that is easy. Because it's not. He had to buy guys breakfast. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's tough. It's, it's again, Jed Fish has put Arizona in, in this specific position to have to make a hire rather quickly. And Mike Luke was talking about it on the, on the PHNX Wildcats show, right? Like, he, he did a, a video, I believe the other day, in terms of the way that college football works now with the transfer portal in NIL is you have to move quickly if you want to maintain and retain guys on your roster. Like I said earlier, I feel like this was such a a we-have-to-have-a-head-coach-in-place type of decision. Not necessarily saying it's the wrong decision. I entirely disagree, though, in the idea that this somehow is Kenny Dillingham 2.0 for the Arizona Wildcats. However, I am not going to just throw away the fact that he had some success at San Jose State. My real legit thought on it is he is more pressure in year one than maybe anybody else going in the big 12 simply because you again if you are able to retain noah noah fafita and tmac two guys with league aspirations two guys that had a phenomenal year for the arizona wildcats if you're able to keep those guys in place then you have the pieces to go out there and maybe not replicate a top 25 season but you have the pieces in place to have a successful season. And if you don't, we know the Arizona fan base. They will turn on you quick. They will throw you to the wolves and they will hang you out to dry if you're not able to succeed with those two and any of the other guys that Fish and Company were able to get to Tucson. So I'm not throwing it away, but I do feel like it was a rather quick hire when the fans and I think a lot of the players didn't necessarily want Brennan. They wanted their former D.C. who is at Texas as the co-defensive coordinator. Now, he may come back from everything we've seen, heard, and read. But at that point, like, do you stick around? And if if you're Nansen, do you come back to
1: Arizona? This is the same Nansen that people were talking down on straight from Tucson a week ago. Two weeks ago, talking about the type of culture that he had fostered. And look, we're not sitting up here and saying Brendan's a bad football coach. You're not a bad football coach if you did what you did with San Jose State, right? There's just, there are levels to this thing, and talking about commitment-wise, to say that he's he's Kenny and that this is his dream job, you know, maybe this is his dream job, but yeah. for some people, dream job does not mean I'm never going to leave this job, or maybe I'm not looking at to see if another guy is good. We seem scared, and what earth are we scared? How has scared been the vibe just, that has been you given? You can't up let on Tony
0: get this? to you, Tony. Tony just spits out. Comments. Tony's here every day. No, Tony's I know here every day. Here we every love day. Tony. I, Tony is my arch rival.
1: I do, I do love Tony in the same way that Donald loves me. Mm. It, it, it's a love hate relationship, but I just like it's an okay hire like he's not a bad football coach but if you would said if you got to choose between jed fish and brent Brennan before all this happened if one week ago i said you just get to choose you choose same roster who coaches what are y'all saying you're saying jed fish 10 times out of 10 this is not somebody you'd be looking at and wanting if Jetfish didn't kick you yeah, to the curb like dream he did. Yeah,
0: scenario. Yeah, that's literally what I said earlier. Jetfish found a better girl. He dropped you, kicked you to the curb, said, I'm sorry. You got a three-minute breakup speech before he packed his stuff, left... He's actually getting ready. He's actually on a date with the Washington Huskies. He's speaking Huskies right now. Right He's now. He's speaking right yeah. now. They turned comments off on the YouTube and live And Brent shirt. Brennan <laughs> is your
1: side That's piece. why they're all here. And that's it's where fair. you're
0: at, right? Again, Tony Tony in the chat for everybody on audio commented, you guys seem scared. And Eric, I am absolutely shaking in my boots. You know why? I couldn't sleep last because night. Because this guy, this guy right here is the Arizona Wildcats head Coach, let's go ahead throw up that video of the guy that just has me shaking in my boots. There is the Arizona Wildcats next head coach in his swim trunks and his surfboard. Like I just I I don't like it, man.
1: Okay, I'll, I don't like I'll, it, man. I'm not scared of that guy. I will play devil's advocate here and I'm glad Donald's not here to get mad at me. Um I don't hate that move. It seemed like the players really liked it and to be able to put yourself out there
0: in that way sure but uh i
1: i could also see how maybe that's not the best look for a head football coach i no, get it I
0: would, I would not i don't want dilly doing that look and, and dilly again the, the people want to make these comparisons be- between brennan and dillingham and they're doing it what four or five hours with this guy as the head coach dilly is relatable yes he's young 33 years old the kids the recruits can relate to him i don't want anybody Anybody telling me that Brent Brennan is young and can relate to these kids? Because he's not. He's 17 years older than Dilly. He's 50 years old. Okay, so don't sit here and tell me that he's having the same conversations with these kids. If anything, he feels like the the cool uncle maybe that you're able hey, to get fellow kids. Yeah, exactly. You know who he is? He is the the Arizona Wildcats. Um, oh, Bill Nye the Science Guy. You're like, oh, I can't i kind of fuck with that guy but you're not it's bill nye the science guy man like i'm
1: i'm 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 following you but i, I fuck with bill nye so fuck yeah, bill I, nye? Fuck, I fuck with bill nye when when that oh man you know it was a good day when you're watching some bill nye listen and, and u of a fans think that's how that was our entire curriculum at asu mm, was, was where they bill just nye the rolled in the TV. Guy yeah threw on the, the thing. No. that was actually how we all got our degrees here so um uh, <laughs> no listen listen i don't hate i don't hate the move but there is something different than a 30 year old being able to just naturally relate to some of these players and a 50 year old who has to make a conscious effort to kind of change himself to relate to these guys. Not that it's impossible, but it, when it doesn't happen as effortlessly and as seamlessly as it would with Dilly, it's going to come into play with recruiting. And like you said with like this season, if U of A falls off, if U of A has the same roster, but for some reason they can't replicate the same success, then what happens when you go into the offseason you're recruiting? You don't yeah. have this... this uh, he might be charismatic, but being charismatic at 50 and a little bit goofy is different than being charismatic and genuine at, at, at 30 when it comes to talking to 18, 19, 20-year-olds, and sometimes 27-year-olds, yeah. the way that it comes with college football now. But, you know, it it's fine. It's a fine hire. It, I wouldn't hit the panic button if I'm a Wildcats no, no, fan, no, no, and no. I wouldn't hit the panic button if I'm an ASU fan. No, if
0: you're an ASU fan, this doesn't really move the needle for me. You feel a lot better that Jed Fish has gone, to be completely honest. And oh, to yeah. answer the question at the start of the show, is Brent Brennan the Arizona Wildcats version of ASU's Kenny Dillingham? The answer is no. If Brent Brennan is successful in Tucson. You know who he is? He's Jetfish 2.0. Because if he finds success, he's not an Arizona Wildcat forever. He's what Jacob probably said. He's going to be on his way to the UCLA Bruins in the Big Ten. That's where I feel like if Brent Brennan has legit success in Tucson, that is probably where his dream job is at. Not in Tucson. So he's not Kenny 2.0. Because if Kenny Dillingham has supreme success at Arizona State, like I said yesterday, and like you said... I don't think he leaves i don't think he leaves simply because you're willing to throw him a bag the way that jed fish left right if dilly had success at san jose state right let's say he's the oc or the head coach there and he has crazy success it makes sense to why he would want to be at arizona state not just because he was a ga here for a season but because he's got all those other deep roots and ties Brent brennan again doesn't necessarily have those same ties all the way through to Arizona. Cool. He's got family here. Guess what? I had family in Maine. I don't give a shit about Maine. Okay. Come on. Like man. just because you have family here doesn't mean you've got ties there by any means. So. What's wrong with Maine? Do you like lobster? It's. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. It's good. Does that? I can get lobster anywhere. I think you should move to Maine. That's. What I, I'm I to would say. rather live on the moon than live in Maine.
1: The f- Maine's
0: beautiful. Maine's taking shots. It's yeah. cold, dude. I don't like cold weather.
1: That's I, okay. That's fair. The
0: that's moon's fair. probably pretty cold, though, too, huh?
1: i I'd say you probably have to bundle up a little bit more on the moon, but I don't know. That's I had fair. Bill Nye, the science guy, for all my science <laughs> yeah, classes. Tad so. in the chat,
0: Toshi, you didn't study enough physics and chemistry. And Tad, that is, is exactly why I host a podcast. I'm about to say, what
1: do you <laughs> think? You think that's what we did to end up here? I don't think Brother. so.
0: Brother. Oh, God. Daytime temperatures near the
1: lunar equator reach a boiling 250 degrees Fahrenheit, while nighttime temperatures get to negative 208 degrees.
0: Wow. Is it a dry heat? <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Oh, my gosh, Tad. He's 50. His contract is for five years, putting him at 55, 56. If he wins, he can go where he wants after five years unless he wants to stay. Again, don't think that he is going to want to stay at Arizona if he has ties to other places. I haven't seen a spot where he says in the past that this is his dream job. Okay? I haven't seen that. If it does come out that he wants to be an Arizona Wildcat forever, by all means, enjoy the seven and five seasons, the bowl game losses. It's okay. You can enjoy that. But in reality, I do think if he has legit success in Tucson, that he will be more like Jed Fish than a lot of these Wildcat fans care to actually acknowledge right now.
1: All right, let's do a little exercise here. If you are a U of A fan in the chat and you wholeheartedly disagree with us on this take, hit that like button. Hit that like button. Let us know that you disagree with the take and that you think that we're annoying. Let us know. We're going to tally up the like button so we'll know how many of you in here disagree with us. But uh, you got anything else to say about Brent Brennan?
0: Tad, man. I have family from Maine too. Don't be stay cool, man. I'm sorry, Tad. It feels like I'm targeting you. I'm not, man. I <laughs> no, promise. It feels like you're targeting Maine. I promise. Oh, I am targeting Maine, dude. Fuck Maine, to be completely honest with you. Uh, bees in the chat. Going to be hard to sell the program. Stability on the recruiting trail now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And look... Something that I saw earlier that I, I feel like a lot of people don't truly understand, and even to like for myself, it was something that I didn't really think a whole lot about with the way that the transfer portal and NIL is set up now. Right, when a coach leaves, the portal opens for thirty days. Right, mm-hmm. so Washington, Kalen DeBoer leaving, that whole roster is able to leave with the Arizona Wildcats and their coat and Jetfish leaving. Okay, they. Por- the, those players are allowed to enter the portal for the next 30 days, but the portal window is closed for Arizona to go add players, right? The same thing with Washington, the same thing with Bama. So those rosters are now open, right? Yeah. Completely open, and they can't really do anything to try and get those players back until the portal season kind of opens again after spring. So Arizona, as it stands right now, they are in desperate need to keep Noah Fafita and T-Mac and some of these other guys, that is why you saw this move happen so quickly. Regardless of everybody wanting to say it's always been Brent, it's blah, 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 blah. They needed to do everything in their power at this point in time to retain those guys before they hit the portal. That's exactly why they opted to go get these guys immediately.
1: Yeah, and if they're able to do it good for them, they're in a better spot. I mean, there are reports out there that would show that that's more likely going to happen, but nothing is official yet. If they can kind of gather everything together after the program was starting to crumble yesterday, then they'll, they'll be okay post Jedfish. Fish. But the way that they were talking about this football program a week ago wasn't about being okay. Yeah, they were trying, trying to be the great. best
0: team in the Big 12. Trying to be great. They were trying to compete with Utah and some of those other schools, and they're not going to be doing that next season. Again, in my personal opinion, Eric, read in the chat, getting back to ASU. ASU is going in the right direction and has an upward trajectory. If Dilley can get them to seven wins next season, watch what they'll be able to do in recruiting in the portal for the 2025 class. Exactly something that we had already talked about, regardless of really who was going to be the head coach for the Arizona Wildcats. Jetfish leaving ultimately pushes ASU in the driver's seat for in-state recruiting, for transfer portal guys, uh, and I think that is going to continue. We're going to talk about ASU and really the success that they can have because a couple guys – Are staying in Tempe for at least the spring. We'll talk about that here in a second. But first and foremost, I want to tell you guys where you can go get tickets for some ASU sporting events, ASU basketball games, Phoenix Suns games. If you're an Arizona Wildcat fan, you can get tickets here too. They have it all over at Game Time. Personally, I have used Game Time several times. I've already purchased concert tickets for on three separate occasions, and I haven't even gone to any of these concerts yet. But i like the idea that i can go on game time get these tickets and then kind of set up like payments i don't got to do it all at once i can do it kind of as i want to go not to mention like i said they have tickets for literally everything concerts comedy shows and everything in between guys snag the tickets without the stress with game time download that game time app and create an account Use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute ticket's lowest price. Guaranteed.
1: So you're saying that you can get something, you can purchase something, but you can pay for it later in smaller segments? Yes. Do you think that's what the University of Arizona is going to need to do with Brent Brennan's new contract oh. considering they can't find $200 million? Or is it $250 million? Gut punch.
0: Sorry. Gut I can't punch. do math.
1: I went to ASU. Right. But what I can do is know how amazing it is to go to Illegal Pete's. Mm. Some of the U of A fans. To the chat must have gone to Legal Pete's and taken advantage of uh, their great deals on drinks before coming in this chat with how much optimism they have about this new hire. But you can kick the Monday blues that was yesterday with $3 margaritas all day long. I'm already looking forward to that next week. And today, Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. And guess what? $2 tacos on Tuesday. And if you work in healthcare or education? You can take your team out to lunch at Legal Pete's every Tuesday and enjoy buy one, get one entree. So you could do that today if you work in healthcare or an education, treat yourself, treat your team, buy one, get one. And don't forget, after a long day of watching your head football coach leave for another program, 3 to 8 p.m., that is their happy hour. Listen, they got custom cocktails, beers, bowls, tacos, salad, burrito, nachos, everything that you need to have a good time, man. So if you need it, go to Illegal Pete's. And it's almost patio season, which means patio beers. It's your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer that is Illegal
0: Pete's absolutely we got sharon b zona tucson i'm pretty sure we got brent brennan at his burner in the chat Guys, it might be him hit that like button leave a five-star review hit that subscribe button as well it's not just a phnx sun devil show but obviously i imagine a lot of you like the phnx wildcat show as well if you are an arizona wildcat fan and if you're just an arizona sports fan phnx Suns, cardinals we have it all here at phnx but getting back to what's going on in tempe two players again not necessarily hitting that deadline of declaring for the NFL draft, meaning that they will be back for Arizona State through the spring. At the very least, we're talking Arizona State running back Cam Scadaboo and Arizona State star wide receiver Elijah Badger returning to Tempe. Eric, the immediate impact that these two are going to have for the Sun Devils is uh, you can't even really describe the importance of having – your two best weapons return. Well,
1: I I think that that in itself is self-explanatory. Yeah, right. Having your two best weapons, your best running back and your best wide receiver, who both could have gone somewhere else, definitely yeah. could have gotten money, and and probably had a good shot of going pro as well. I think Badger a little bit more than Scat would be able to get that look to be able to retain them after what last season was and what this next season is promising to be like that. That's huge. It brings a level of calm for whoever the quarterback is. It's going to help you figure that out a lot faster because you're going to be able to say, oh, it's not just, hey, this guy is good, but he doesn't have any weapons. We don't know what he's doing. Oh, he's working with all these new pieces. It's okay. There are guys who know the system who have been around. And I know that they can transfer in spring, but I feel like the fact that they've already made it through and they've made it here. He's that they're both of them aren't going anywhere.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. B's in the chat. Forks treading up, cats bearing downwards. Absolutely. I, I think again, the idea that you are able to retain your your star wide receiver and Elijah Badger, who I firmly believe will be playing on Sundays, and then you're able to get a running back to return in Cam Skataboo, who was so much more for this team than just a running back. He's a dude mm-hmm. that just loves the game of football. And he is a dude that again, when you hit the fourth quarter. Cam Scadaboo is the last person that you want to have to tackle. And now you look at the way that Kenny Dillingham and this staff tried to elevate the offense specifically over the offseason. We're talking in the trenches, adding guys, um, kind of depth running backs as well, trying to make Scats life a little bit easier in 2024. And then you look on the perimeter for Elijah Badger, right? Getting a another season af- with a, a Xavier Guillory, Jordan Tyson returning hopefully healthy, right? Mel Stove all coming back. You're you're setting yourself up now to continue to see that growth, to see that bamboo kind of sprout out the yep. way that Kenny was talking about early on in the season, right? To where it's going to be nothing, 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 nothing. And then it shoots up. And I think being able to get those two guys to commit to returning even if it is just for the spring, we'll see, obviously, what transpires after that. I think is so, so huge, especially with a new offensive coordinator coming to Tempe in 2024. It, if you're an ASU fan, this is a giant sigh of relief.
1: Absolutely. And again, they can leave. I don't think they will because at the end of the day, Kenny has made it very clear. If you do not want to be here, he doesn't want you here. Yeah. And I think if those two guys really did not want to be at Arizona State and did not want to rep the maroon and goal next season, then they wouldn't be here right now. They yeah. just, they, that that would have already been decided. They would have already known. And if there was a little bit of them on the edge, ooh, I don't know if I want to do it, ooh, I don't know if I do, Kenny would have said, I'll shake your hand and you can walk out the door. And again, that that just goes to show what is being built here it is different. It's not just about let's get the best possible football team we can get. Of course, that's a huge part of it. But it's about let's get the best players here who want to be here so bad. Yeah. Who will go out there and give their all for the school, for the program, maybe just beyond being talented, but about caring. So I I genuinely believe that having guys who are already good and have already been around and stuck through the mud, is going to help this program accelerate even faster next season when all these new guys, all these transfers, all these recruits that we've been talking about all offseason actually come in, get on the field, get their reps. They have somebody there who went through the mud, went through the program at its worst,
0: relatively, and saw it get out the other end. That's not unimportant. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. B's in the chat. Kenny is a master plan. For this year, Sharon as well. Dilly building something. They are part of the foundation. Exactly. Right. Two guys that I think when the season ended, you were a little bit worried. And not because of who they are as players, but just because of the way that college football works now and how good they are. Exactly. Cam Scadaboo could have certainly went and transferred somewhere and got a bag, given the production that he had for ASU last season. The same goes for Elijah Badger. I am sure there is a contender out there that would have loved to add EK to their roster. But the fact that they were able to stay in Tempe tells me two things. One, they're committed to Dillingham in what is being built. And two, I imagine the NIL collective, when Ray left, definitely got a boost. And honestly, those two players got to be first on the list right? Yeah. When when you see the Sun Angel Collective get donations, Elijah Badger and Cam Scadaboo are the two players in Tempe for the football team that fully deserved and earned that money. And mm-hmm. I think, again, moving forward, the more success you have, the better players that you get, the more you are going to start to see the Sun Angel Collective and some of these NIL opportunities truly start to grow. And it goes back to Sharon's point about building something, about building a foundation mm-hmm. and, and understanding that When Kenny got here, there was nothing, right? Everybody has seen that viral video of players taking things out of Jaden Daniels' locker after he entered the portal, right? That's the culture that Herm Edwards had here, okay? That is where Arizona State University was at that point in time. Kenny Dillingham comes to town, and yes, they have a 3-9 and season. Again, with the majority of Herm's roster, Herm's guys. Right. And Kenny's responsibility is to turn this thing around, build an actual football program, okay? Not a place where guys want to be for a year or two and then bounce. Mm -hmm. It's going to take time. And we've talked about it. When you get to year two, the expectation is, okay, we're hovering between bowl eligibility and not. Five wins to seven wins feels like the sweet spot. Year three... The expectation is you probably go out there and do what Jed Fish did in Tucson, or maybe a tad bit below that level. Maybe not exactly what Jed Fish did. Maybe not exactly. Again, we've talked about that. We don't think Kenny's going to leave by any means in the fashion that Jed Fish left. But there is something to be said about building the culture and being able to retain your two best players on offense. When, again, a lot of people in the chat agree, they could be playing on Sundays.
1: Yeah, they're they're top-tier guys. If you would go to any big program in college football, you would be able to say, hey, would you find a place for Elijah Badger? Yeah. Would you find a place for Cam Scadaboo? A majority of them would say yes, and maybe it won't be as featured as a role as they would be in ASU, but I think that's part of the reason why they stay. So, I... I I know that we're talking about bordering on bowl eligibility and stuff like that, but if everybody who's on the roster now stays, and let's say they add a couple more players, my expectation has shifted. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bowl game. And if they don't get there, but they still show a bunch of progress and building blocks, and I won't be upset, but I'm starting to get to the point where like, I truly believe this will be a pretty good football team next year. I'm not talking 10 wins, man. I'm not talking college football playoffs. But a bowl game? I feel I feel like that's not out of the realm of possibility.
0: Yeah, I, I, again, with this staff and everything that they've been able to do in recruiting and the transfer portal, etc., I think that is... Uh, maybe a little bit of a lofty expectation, but that doesn't mean that it is not something that Dilly and these players and the staff can do. Ralph in the chat, eight, eight wins. wins. I think that's probably where you're looking at in year three, where you'd like to be at. Uh, but again, I wouldn't be totally surprised if that is what Dilly and company were able to pull off in year two. Right? Again, kind of depends. A lot of things to still be sorted out. Whether that be quarterback, who's going to start along that offensive line, and again, you look at Bama washington arizona and all of these rosters now that again we've said are open season for other players and other programs yeah. really to go out there and get and there's one player in particular for arizona state that i think would be an absolute difference maker he fits the mold and that right there is parker Brailsford. ford he was an interior offensive lineman for the washington huskies He is in the transfer portal. He started every game for the Huskies last season. Now, he's a little bit smaller, right, for an offensive lineman, 6'2", 265. But guess what, Eric? Tell me. He's from Arizona. Saguaro. Scottsdale, Arizona. Saguaro Sabercat. He fits the mold of bringing Arizona kids back to to arizona state and i think that would sure up an offensive line that again there's been so many questions in the off season now asu does have a starting center and leaf coming back but that doesn't mean that you don't go out there get a guy with a lot of eligibility left that was a starter for a team that was in the national championship game and again at the worst iron sharpens iron yeah. right And it doesn't necessarily mean that this guy, if you were able to bring him to Tempe, is starting at center. Maybe you push him to a guard spot. Maybe you move Lee to a guard spot.
1: He did play guard, uh, not this last season, but the season before that, he had started two games uh, at right guard. And I mean, listen, his head coach at Saguaro is the tight ends coach at ASU. And this is part of the reason why when Kenny was constructing his staff and was picking all of the best high school football coaches in Arizona, it's because when kids like this become available, you want to have somebody who already knows them. Yeah, right. It's not just that he's from Arizona. Of course, that's a big deal. But the high school that he played at, his head coach who believed in him, who helped develop him, is at Arizona State right now. And after what I saw with the offensive line last year and the amount of injuries that you can go through and the type of culture that's being built at arizona state university i don't see why you would turn your nose to any offensive lineman especially one that manned an offensive line for the runner-up national champions yeah okay that's a really big deal that's playing on an extremely high level and that's somebody that can have an impact here immediately even if there's somebody else who could also have an impact yeah why not have them both i It'll be a good test. I think that the 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 big names that are coming out that have ties to Arizona, that's that's the real big test for Kenny and this staff if they can grab them.
0: Yeah, now Sherrod does bring up a, a good point. Chris Cartman tweeted this out a little bit earlier today saying, quote, ASU's football staff is not able to go on the road to recruit this week as part of the prior staff's recruiting and frictions case. They'll be on the road the next two weeks. This is one of many restrictions, calls, and visits over two years. The NCAA. Double-A resolution is not yet finalized. So that obviously does hurt Arizona State and not being able to really go after uh, some of these guys in terms of visits, et cetera, and and going on the road. Uh, But to my knowledge, they can still add players from the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. Um, So we will obviously see what transpires with some of these guys. And I imagine, to be real with you, some of these guys from other rosters, they're going to be taking their sweet time when it comes to deciding where they want to go right Alabama players Washington players even U of A players because they've all been to the other side they've, been they've hurt. all been AP top 25 teams and they've all been to your point they've all been hurt and hurt by coaches that opted to leave yeah I I would say that
1: if I was in their position especially like if you look at somebody like Chubba Purdy yeah <laughs> local guy who, who commits to San Jose State was a pretty big deal for them to get it a day ago a day and then all of a sudden, your coach is gone before you go and commit. Like, you're B.J. You're BJ Green, yeah. And, and you commit to Washington, and then all of a sudden, the guy who <laughs> recruited you to Washington's in Alabama, and the guy who's from U of A is now in Washington. Yeah. You, you want to make sure that you take your time, and you pick a spot that you can trust and that you can see stability which, again, plays into favor for ASU. Even if it doesn't mean they're going to get them, nobody's going to be looking at ASU and saying that's a program that's going to have some instability for the next couple of seasons. Yeah. If anything, it's the opposite.
0: No, you're absolutely right. Look, we do have a video. I'm excited um, for this. From Jed Fish's press conference at Washington. Uh, this is the first time that either one of us has seen this. Apparently, he addresses the fallout in Tucson. We will get to that in just a second. So stick Around for tease. that, but first, I want to tell you guys about BetMGM. Eric, guess what? Tell me, I hit my parlay Let's pick go! yesterday. Thank Come you, on. Buffalo Bills, and thank you, Tampa Bay Bucks, for proving that the Philadelphia Eagles are indeed fraudulent. So, if you've already signed up for BetMGM, you've used code PHNX, and you've taken advantage of their great offer. We appreciate and love you for that. If you haven't, they still have a great offer that you can take advantage of. They're giving you free money. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account and place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. And once you've placed a bet, you're going to receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5, and you guys are going to receive that $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer.
2: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877 8 hope Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369-NEW-YORK. Call one 327 5050 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. one 800 270 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario.
1: I can't say
0: it. Yeah, I know. I mean, you can. You're choosing not to.
1: No, I just... I can't do it, man. I just can't do it. That's fine. My heart's not in it anymore. If my heart's not in it... My heart's not in it anymore. Hey, but we're talking about stability, and you want to know, like, okay, if I need to get the best something, if I need to make sure that I am, like, solid, no questions asked, and if you're looking to have a good time, that consistency all across the valley, that is Gila River Resorts and Casinos, because honestly... Nobody does it better. Not only could you maybe do a little sports gambling at their Bet MGM sports book, but you can also go to their table games, their blackjack, their 800 slot machines. I mean, really. It is everything that you would want in having a good time locally. Have a little staycation there. They're a hotel as well. Ooh, you want a good meal? Never had a bad meal at any of the locations. Plus, you can check out Honey and Vine if you have an adventurous palate, which I'm sure many of you in chat do. That is their featured dining experience at their all-new Santan Mountain location. Really, honestly, I'm gonna just boil it all down into one sentence. If you want to have fun, go to Gila River Resorts and Casinos. You do you there. Visit playathila.com for more
0: details. Love it. Absolutely love it. All right, guys. Like I said, this is Jed Fish at his opening press conference with the Washington Huskies, reportedly uh, addressing the situation that kind of went down in Tucson.
2: This is where we want to win. And I understand that I'm going to have to earn our players' trust I'm gonna have to earn our community's trust. I'm gonna have to earn our university's trust. And that's what I will take that challenge and I accept that challenge and I will give you everything I have to earn that trust. I understand what happened here a week ago. I know what happened in Tucson two days ago. And I will give it everything I have. And my wife and our kids will give it everything we have to make you believe in us to help you believe in us, and hopefully for you to rally behind us because we are in this thing together and we will give it all we have every day for hopefully a very, very long time. It has been a whirlwind few days. I loved my time at U of A. I am truly grateful for the people there who believed in me and my vision on how to turn a program around and turn it into national prominence. I promised to leave the program better than I found it. We did that. We're proud of that. For that, I will always be grateful to President Robbins, to Dave Hickey, the athletic director at the University of Arizona, and the entire community. I did not take the decision to come to the University of Washington lightly. But once President Kalsey and once athletic director Dannon, showed me what is possible in Seattle and what their vision of the future looks like, there was no answer other than yes.
1: (laughs) He's such a snake. He just looks like a snake. He looks like the type of dude who's pulling up to your house and trying to sell you a vacuum cleaner that breaks after its third day working. Like, he just gives off awful
0: vibes. I know what happened in Tucson two days ago.
1: I know what happened
0: here. Supposed, supposedly, up. he also said he's going to try and get every coach from Arizona. Yeah, he's going to bring the entire Arizona Wildcats staff. That is, it, that's just Leave crazy, the program in a dude. better place than
1: I found it? Fuck off. The, first off, the idea that
0: saying that there was no other choice. Yeah, it's just bullshit. And again, I said it yesterday. Like, you can make the decision to improve your career, to do what you want to do, what's best for you and your family. I will always respect that. But what I can't respect is the way you did it and, and the way you left, the way you said goodbye to your team. Uh, and, and it feels just like, like Zona said, the first time that I've ever agreed with was Zona Tucson, snake in a suit. That's exactly what Jedfish is. He's a liar. He's a fraud. in the same thing at Washington, the moment the next best thing happens and comes about, he's gone. Right? That's what Jetfish is all about. And I'm. look, you're going to do what you're going to do, what's best for you and your family. But at the end of the day, to say and sit there at a podium and say, I know what happened here however many days ago. I know what happened in Tucson two days ago, like Sharon said. Like, you weren't the one that did it. That would be like, oh, I saw a fire that happened in Scottsdale a week ago. Like, I wasn't the one that said it. Right, no one was that on the case. Specific. Right? Okay, I didn't set a fire in Scottsdale. Calm down. That's what. Like, that's what a guy who set a fire in Scottsdale would say. That's that's what it's like. It's like you did it, dude. You did this. You made your bed. Now lay in it. The entire city of Tucson hates your guts. Are you going to do the same thing in Washington?
1: First of all, you can't do the same thing in Washington because you're not coming into a program that's in the same place that U of A was in—a program that was desperate to see any kind of success. Oh, buddy, you come in there and you fumble the bag at Washington after all the work that they did to get up to where they are in college football, you're out of there. You're done. And I'm going to be honest with you, like, you don't have goodwill. You don't have this benefit of the doubt. Like, You're a good football coach, or at least that's what it seems after this past season at Arizona. But listen, if everybody stays and Arizona's good and Washington sucks, it's like how much did Jed really do? And I don't see Washington being better this season than they were last season. Cause that would mean winning a national championship. Ain't no way in hell they're doing that. Yeah. The dude is just an absolute snake. And I'm very glad that at least it's like all on display. Now I do feel bad for the players at U of a, I feel bad for the coaches at U of a, like on a personal level to be blindsided by this, but like there were people. And I know this for a fact who when Jed fish got hired in Tucson. were like, watch out. Watch out. He's a snake. He's going to sell you something. He's going to leave. Because that's all he's done his entire career is leave.
0: (laughs) We got Zendava back in the chat. Let's go. Who was there giving us so much crap yesterday. But I appreciate it. Short press in the chat. Honestly, though, if he wasn't a U of A coach, would we really care? And that guy had one good year. No, I mean, I, I think, again, what you talk about when it comes to Jetfish is he was able to transform a program, quite literally the worst college football program in the nation. Eat your heart out to Arizona Wildcats. That's you guys. Um, Like, he was able to transform that in three seasons and win a bowl game, have a 10-win, 9-win season, whatever you want to go with. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why Jed Fish was credited with what he was. And I think you're still talking about it if he's not a U of A coach, because that's what you hope for Arizona State. You hope that Arizona State, three years from when Herm left, is in that position. Winning nine games in the regular season and beating... Uh, a storied program like Oklahoma in a bowl game. Yeah. Right? That's what you hope for Arizona State. Now, on the flip side of that coin, you hope they don't piece out like Jed Fish did in a horrendous manner and just leave to a, a team that just came off a natty loss. Yeah. That's what you're hoping for.
1: But no, and, and would we care if it wasn't U of A? Of course not. Like, if if this was the UCLA head coach leaving, I we wouldn't be talking about this shit for two days straight. Like Not for just, two days straight, we, yeah. we wouldn't. We'd probably mention it, and then we would go on with our lives. But it, it's it's the reaching the high highs that y'all had and the expectations that y'all had, and then for it to be completely flipped around on your head. Like, listen, if I was in that situation, I'd be furious. I'd be pissed. I'd never want to see Jed Fish again. If I saw him, I'd step on his toes. Like, I wouldn't like the man at all. But, listen, ah I, I'm not worried about U of A. I, I'm more confident that five years from now, Arizona State football is going to be in a better spot than University of Arizona football. And that's not necessarily a knock on Brent Brennan, but it's more of just a belief in the culture that's going to be in Tempe than the one there. And, and JJ in the chat saying, we're talking about football program at a basketball school. I don't know if he's talking about us or U of A. <laughs> I
0: mean, it is what it is. Look, Washington Athletic Director Troy Dannon said first contact with Jed Fish was at 3 p.m. Saturday, then 10 p.m. Saturday. They asked Fish if they could fly in and meet, and then obviously the announcement was made. On See, Friday. I
1: feel like that's bullshit.
0: I don't know, dude. I
1: feel like that's a bull- lot of that, that
0: video is incredible. It's it's something. It's incredible. It
1: it it was jaw dropping. My jaw's not dropped it much because I expect a lot of bullshit and and just sports in general and drama and whatever. But that. Was some of the most disrespectful WWE heel turn WWE stuff I've ever turn. seen. Like to have them come to your house in Tucson with your A still on the door. <laughs> on the door.
0: We got the Deef and Beef in the chat. He oh, that's how you know it's a big deal. So hard. He did. He absolutely did. He's a, a thief in the night. He's an asshole. He's a jerk. He's somebody that I if I had kids I wouldn't want to go play for Jed Fish in any sort of capacity and I would you don't hire a guy like Jed Fish because he's shown you the type of man he is he's shown you the type of individual he is and that's somebody that who thinks the grass is greener on the other side and all you got to do is add an extra zero and his loyalty can be bought you don't want somebody where you could buy their loyalty you want somebody that is committed to what you are building and He's just sold a bunch of lies, man. That's exactly who Jed Fish is. And look, I feel for Arizona fans. I'm not going to sit here and say that I am terribly sorry that Jed Fish is gone. I'm not. I just think Jed Fish is not a phenomenal individual. But if you are an Arizona Wildcat or an Arizona State Sun Devil, one thing that we can all agree on is that OGs, they they make life yes. easier. Okay. If you're an Arizona sports fan, period, we know things don't always go beautifully. But when you take some OGs it makes it just a little bit easier. And they've launched two new products made with Live Rosin and RSO, the OGs Naturals and the big OGs. Guys, I'm speaking from firsthand experience. They are good. Anything really with Live Rosin plus its OGs, it goes hard and it is going to definitely impact the way you view the Arizona (laughs) Wildcats and Arizona State, to be completely honest with you guys. They have a million and five different flavors that you are bound to love. Even if they didn't have THC in them, I would probably eat OGs just for like snacks. They're so
1: that you know, that's the thing for me that really gets me is like I eat one and I'm like, Can I like I can't eat the whole bag because they're not just regular candies, but you wouldn't know, which is also why it's important that if you have OGs and you have like a child or something around you to keep them so far away and out of reach, because they taste nothing like They're amazing of a couple years ago when they would just taste like weed, and that's it. And the, the, There's no enjoyment in that. You want it to taste good, dude. You want it. <laughs> Shane in the chat, Totri takes an OG's and starts texting me
0: hymns. Hey, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. When I take a couple OG's, man, you got to take my phone away from me because I'm just... Scrolling.
1: Do you ever just like like if you take too many OGs, you're just like staring
0: at something for too like you appreciate Mm. something that like you don't usually appreciate? I've said it before. When I take OGs, I feel like I unlock a different level of intelligence, to be completely honest with you. Have you so
1: have you have you ever
0: had this experience, I guess,
1: where like you take it, you take an OGs, maybe you take two OGs, because you're used to taking one, but it's a it's a Saturday night, Mm -hmm. you want to party, you take two OGs, and all of a sudden (laughs) you're just like, you're staring at something that is so normal or so like every day that it just kind of passes you by but for this moment you just appreciate its beauty 10 times more oh yeah
0: absolutely I have that all the time because I take OGs quite often and and to what Shane said takes a gummy and text me a plan to siege your castle (laughs) and that's that's the type of person I am when I take OGs guys to learn more about OGs gummies and where you can find them head on over to ogsbrands.com
1: I'm talking about appreciating the little things, the things that you don't usually look at, the things that you don't usually even pay attention to. And to a lot of us, that could be your flooring. Yeah. Because you're walking on it all the time, it's getting dirty, you just kinda get used to it. But after a while, if you own your house and you're looking around, you're like, I need to spruce this place up. The first place that you should look is your floors. Because I'm telling you, Studio A, completely different vibe since we got our floors replaced just a couple of weeks ago, completely changed the entire atmosphere in the room. And you can do that with Empire Today. You get shop at home convenience, the right products for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a price match guarantee. As a company that's been doing it for so long, of course they have competitors. Of course they have people who say that they can emulate what Empire Today does. But the reality is they just can't do it. And not only can they not match their lowest prices, not only can they not match their quality and their speed and their service, they also have a floor visualizer where you can take a picture, take a video, and you can put your room and say, what will it look like when it's there? And that to me is the biggest deal because you don't want to have regret that's a big investment you don't want to regret how it looks and you can do that over at empire today plus save a little bit more 350 dollars off if you use promo code phnx some restrictions do apply see empiretodaycom phnx for more details on how to spruce up your floors <laughs> i am being uh a little bit distracted uh by shane in the chat it's
0: just killing it dude <laughs> Is he being castle sexual in the chat? I think he is. Mm-hmm.
1: I think he Century. is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we should take the Empire Today logo off while I do this.
0: Uh- <laughs> mmm. Moat. Mm-hmm. The flooring. Mm-hmm. There you Moat. go. <laughs> there you go. Oh my goodness. Look, we've got some interesting news that just came across Twitter that I'm going to get to here in a second. But first, I do want to talk about um, the ASU Sun Devils still fighting in the NFL playoffs. We've got Rashad White the Tampa Bay Bucks advancing. Um, Also, Brandon Ayuk, the 49ers, had a bye week. Um, And then also Chase Lucas, a part of that Detroit Lions team that just got a phenomenal win over the Los Angeles Rams. The only question that I really have for you, Eric, is of those three, obviously with the Arizona Cardinals not in the NFL playoffs, out of those three teams with the Sun Devil on the roster,
1: who are you rooting for? Okay, so... I have to separate individual from team here because if you're talking about which player am I kind of rooting for the most just for individual success, I love seeing Brandon Ayuk cook, especially because he was in the doghouse early in his career and he's Mm -hmm. really just found his place in San Francisco, but I fucking hate the 49ers, so I'm not rooting for the 49ers. The team that I'm with right now, it's the Detroit Lions. How could you not... As just an NFL fan with no stake in the game because the Arizona Cardinals, as long as the Texans lose, it's the only stake that I have in the playoffs. Which they don't seem to be doing. No, they're not. They're going to win the goddamn Super Bowl. (laughs) But anyway, Chase Lucas, man, he was one of those guys that when you covered him at Arizona State, he was a lot of fun. Uh, Just a good guy to be around. And somebody that, quite honestly, I wasn't too sure about him being in the NFL for a long time. But those Lions, man are fun. I, I can't not root for them.
0: Yeah. No, it's tough. Look, Brandon Ayuk, one of the the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL with the San Francisco 49ers. I would say him, but I just I it's the 49ers. It's the dude. 49ers and their roster of course, is just and so David stacked. Loves the 49ers. They're so stacked. I'm going to honestly agree with you here and say Chase Lucas and the Detroit Lions. I love Chase Lucas's attitude and his swag, and I think it fits exactly Dan Campbell and what the Detroit Lions have. And honestly, is there a fan base out there in sports that is more deserving of at least advancing through the NFL playoffs? Okay, stop it. Stop it right now. But, yeah, honestly, I'd be happy with Chase Lucas uh, and the Detroit Lions. I'm cool with the Bucks as well and Rashad White. Yeah. You got Shane in the chat. Open the bakery bake show. I'm here for it. Love what he's doing. He's cooking. What um, is it? It's
1: one of Brock Purdy, Baker Mayfield. Uh, who are the other two quarterbacks left on that side of the – like one of the four quarterbacks oh, that's going to be playing in the Jared Super-
0: Goff is one. Um, Baker Mayfield, Brock Purdy, and um, – why am I blanking? I don't know. I'm blanking Who's the fourth team of the NFC? We are blanking on that. Oh, the, um, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm losing it here. It's the Packers. <sighs> Jordan Love.
1: Jordan Love. There One of go. those four quarterbacks a, like a is going
0: to be. dump on the Cowboys. And That's they're going to be playing either Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, CJ Stroud, or. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Wow. That's incredible. Zona in the chat as well. hope the Lions pull it off. Absolutely. But look, the last thing I want to discuss quickly, um, that just came across Twitter From Gator Dave SEC, apparently EA Sports College Football is planned to launch on July 12th, 2024. Sounds like we have a date for the greatest video game in the history of video games. I'm
1: tempering my expectations, man. Why? Because I don't want to be hurt. There's going to be microtransactions. Give it, me NIL. Give me the transfer portal. You're going to have to spend your own That's money fine. for the NIL. I saw, I
0: saw a tweet, and, and I'm going to be totally real with you here. If I go and I set up NCAA 2024 and I'm building a team, and you, I pick you out of nowhere, right? I get you deep from some high school in Texas, and you're a star freshman for my program, Texas to and Tampa. you opt to leave in the transfer portal and you go to wherever you want to go get your bag, just know. Just know that when it comes time to schedule, I'm scheduling you, and I'm not taking it lightly. I'm beating your ass by 70 every single week because you wanted to leave Arizona State in the NCAA video game to go get a bag at, like, BYU or something. I am coming for you. Just know that. Who's getting a bag at BYU? I don't know. I don't Uh, know. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I don't know if they even have bags at BYU, to be completely frank with you. But, guys, that is going to do it for the PHNX Sun Devil Show today. We appreciate everybody in the chat, everybody listening on audio, whether you're commenting or not. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button on your way out. Last question. Brian in the chat. Are you guys buying Jed's BS in his Washington press conference? Not for a minute. No. Not for a minute, guys. Give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sundevs. You can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Eric Ruby here at Eric Ruby. That is Eric with a K on social media. You can also follow Jacob at Jacob underscore Franklin for Zendeva. We appreciate you and everybody else in the chat. That is going to do it for today's show. We will see you on Wednesday. But in the meantime, go Devils. Peace.